0: Good evening. Welcome to Left, Right and Center. I'm Vishnu Shobh on the program tonight. It's the legislature versus the judiciary. Once again, following the vice president's remarks, questioning the landmark 1973 verdict that ruled that the basic structure of the constitution must be protected at any stage. This has meant that several proposed constitutional amendments, including the recent National Judicial Appointments Commission, have been rejected by the vice, by the Supreme Court. Now, the vice president says, that the doctrine of preserving the basic structure sets a bad precedent and it becomes difficult for us to say that we are a democratic nation, a point questioned by many, including the former finance minister, Peter Dumram. Our first debate tonight, the government versus the judiciary. How will this confrontation end? Later on, on the show at half past the hour, the Home Minister, Amit Shah, has said that the British have left India. It's time to write history from an Indian perspective. Britishers left India, but history was written through their prism. That confusion persists still, is what Mr. Shah says. On the programme tonight, is it time to rewrite our history? Are we fixing it, or is it being changed as part of a new, dominant political narrative? But first, the first debate that we are looking at, the Speaker versus the Judiciary, Jagdeep Dhankar, the Vice President of India, and his comments on the Judiciary – very, very strident. Let's listen in. Nineteen
1: seventy-three, in Kesavanath Bharati's ke case, Supreme Court made the basic structure ka idea. That Parliament amend the Constitution, but the basic structure ko With due respect to the judiciary, I cannot subscribe to this. This House must deliberate. Can this be done? Can Parliament be allowed that its verdict will be subject to any other authority? When I took, assumed the office of Chairman Rajeshabha, in my maiden address, kaha, and I am not in doubt about it, any Not the executive canon sakti, it has to follow it. On the judiciary intervention. यदि अगर संसद के बनाए वे कानून, तो किसी भी आधार पर कोई भी संस्था इमाने करती है, तो ठीक नहीं होगा प्रजातंत्र के लिए, बल्कि कहना मुश्किल होगा, आर्वीया डेमोक्रेटिक नेशन।
0: सब का मानना है कि विधाई सम्बन्धी कानून बनाने का अधिकार उनको है, जनता उनको चुनकर भेजती है। जनता में विधायी के प्रति विश्वास है इसलिए जब संविधान ने शक्तियों के प्रत्यक्षण
2: का सिद्धांत है तो हमारा ये मानना है कि न्यायपालिका का सम्मान
0: उनकी सुनता का सम्मान करते हुए हमारी अपेक्षा है कि वो संविधानिक सीमाओं का well, we've got a fantastic panel tonight. The speaker targeting the judiciary, the government versus judges. How will this confrontation end? Satyapal Jain, former additional, additional solicitor general of India and a member of the BJP with us. Justice Madan Lokur, former judge of the Supreme Court, joins us in a little while. Uh, Aryama Sundaram, senior lawyer, Supreme Court. Aman Lekhi, senior advocate, Supreme Court. Uh, Adil Singh Bhoparai, former uh, Additional Advocate General of Punjab and Spokesperson of the Congress with us, and Colin Gonzalez, Senior Advocate of the Supreme Court, all with us. Thank you all very much for being with us. Mr. Satyapal Jain, some of the words used by the Vice President specifically, one-upmanship public posturing from judicial platforms being done presumably by judges was not right. He went on to say that these institutions must know how to conduct themselves. Do you believe that the Supreme Court and its judges are incapable of uh, conducting themselves properly?
3: No, no, no. You see, don't stretch it to that
0: extent. See, the
3: Honourable Vice President is a noted jurist of the country who has uh, been in practice for a very, very long time. See, unfortunately, whenever you raise a constitutional or any such issue, people take it government versus the judiciary. Government versus the judges and all that. It's not like that. These are important constitutional issues which need to be debated. And he was addressing the conference of the presiding officers where you are supposed to discuss all these offices. He only says, and which has been the matter of discussion in the legal parlance for a very long time, the basic structure of the constitution on the basis of which even now the NJAC Act was struck down has nowhere been defined in the constitution of India. Right from the preamble to the last article, scheduled and exer- it's it is nowhere defined. It is the, it is the, uh, it is an something which has been coined by the judiciary. We have all respect for the judiciary. May I also tell you one thing? You are the media is reporting the statements, speeches of the speaker, the law minister, and all that. If you go through the judgment, Constitution Bench judgment, four judges are on one side. The fifth judge did not agree with them. Can you say that it is judiciary versus the judiciary? No. These are constitutional issues, important issues, which need to be debated and come to a conclusion. One so thing I here, understand that. Indian, just one thing, just one minute. The Indian constitution starts with we, the people of India, give to ourselves this constitution. May I ask a question? Who represents the will of the we, the people of India? Okay, that's it's only the parliament. Question. And if you go through the statements of Mrs. Gandhi around 73, 72, 74, she was also by her large speaking in the same tone, which is now being criticized by our own party people.
0: No, but I, I don't think it's necessarily Congress versus BJP in quite that sense. It, it's really about, it is about our constitution, how we interpret but it the is role not of judges as well. The
3: These are the so what Indira the history Gandhi history.
0: may or may not have said may not necessarily be relevant, but no, Colin I'm Gonzalez would... issue he...
3: has been debated for a very long time. Sure, no, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Colin Gonzalez, uh, I think the, the, the point that Satyapal Jain raises, and I think that's important, is... When one talks about the basic structure of the constitution, the point he says it's never clearly been defined. So therefore, when uh, amendments, constitutional amendments, are struck down, the question that can be raised is: you're striking it down on the basis of uh, the special structure, but what exactly is that?
4: Vishnu, uh, I want to speak very what the vice president is saying because he. Little convoluted, so let's be clear what he said. Culture includes three things supremacy and not of parliament.
0: The constitution, all right. One second, sir. We'll Thank come you. back to you. Uh, Colin, your, your audio is bad. Your audio is bad. We'll fix that and come back to you in a moment. Aryama Sundaram, same question to you. Um, you know, what Mr. Jain is saying is that. The, the structure, the special structure that we are talking about hasn't really been defined.
4: Basic basic right, the
0: special, right, the basic structure. This being the case, um, is, is the judiciary on, on difficult ground?
5: Look, the basic structure of the Constitution is found from the preamble of the Constitution. It is found from the very basic fact that we are a democracy. We are a secular democracy which has assured liberty, fraternity to all the people, equality. So anything which departs from these would depart from the basic structure of the constitution. One of the integral factors, one of the integral parts of democracy is what is known as separation of powers. Yes. And this separation of powers is absolutely vital where the legislature, the executive, the judiciary, each have their roles to play. The role of the judiciary in every country, be it the United States, be anywhere else, has been as a watchdog to protect the constitution. When the legislature may, even in its wisdom, do something which otherwise goes against what basically the constitution stands for, it's the duty of the judiciary to step in. That is the basis of separation of powers. And nobody will doubt that separation of powers is itself the basic structure of constitution because separation of powers itself is the basis of democracy. So I think we can glean very easily what is the basic structure. The basic structure is the guaranteeing equality, fraternity, liberty, and a democratic, secular democratic republic. This is the basic structure right. of the so Constitution. So that's the
0: bottom line. And, and that, anything and, and Parliament which can't works change towards
5: that. this is towards the basic structure.
0: No, so Satya, Mr. Jain, so this is the key point. You know, you say that it's not been categorically defined, the basic structure. But, you know, what Arima Sundaram says is it has been defined. It's yes. the heart and soul of what the Constitution presently is. So See, therefore, the basic Mr. I agree that, with Mr.
3: Sundaram. If you see the constitution, the first line says, be the people of India. Now the question is, who represents the will of the we, the people of India? It is the parliament. It is the elected representatives. Now, the NJSE Act was enacted by the parliament for the first time in the entire Indian judicial and parliamentary history unanimously. Lok Sabha, Rajya Sabha given assent by the president of India. I put a question to myself. By enacting this law, which fundamental structure has been violated? Which... Principle of law has been violated. How do you say it violates the basic structure? If people of India want that instead of judges appointing the judges, let the judges be appointed by the Mr. judicial appointment commission, which is also dominated by the judicial people. How does it violate the basic structure? Which basic structure? Preamble, any article and all that. The basic structure, as Mr. Jadip Dhankar has said there, the basic structure is the will of the people. Any basis of any structure has to be the, the people who are holding it. So, will of the people is the basic structure. You can't
0: annul the will of the people. I don't agree with that. the, The will of the people is represented by those who sit in parliament. If their will is something that has to be respected, the courts need to do that.
5: Look, the essence of the country, the sovereignty of a country, people have to work towards not the will of parliament. The will of the people is already represented in the constitution. ...through the constitution. The constitution represents the will of the people. It can never be a majoritarian intention... ...is the will of the people. The country's will is expressed through its constitution. And something which militates against the basic structure... ...of the constitution, therefore militates... ...against the will of the Indian as a whole. Not Indians as individuals... ...but India as a whole. And India as a whole, its will is stated in the Constitution, and that 's the importance of the basic structure
0: no but sir, if we talk about NH- NJAC for just a moment uh, in fact I wanted to, to to go across to Aman Lehi for that you know you can uh, you, you can you can question you can you can criticize the judgment you can share your views on it but um, the basic point is if a chief justice, two judges, a law minister, and two eminent citizens decide who the judges are. It could be problematic because the law minister is part of the government. The two eminent citizens may or may not be disposed, uh, you know, uh, transparently. So, therefore, the existing system, it's argued, works. So, what is wrong necessarily with with the judgment saying that NJC couldn't go through? What was wrong in what the Supreme Court said? Mr. Leakey. Uh,
2: Well, Vishnu, two things. First, uh, I'll flag the unruliness of discourse, uh, which uh, I think is a very disturbing phenomenon right now. Uh, there's a blame game on, and that uh, in some way affects uh, constructive engagement, because if the comments are persistently ad hominem, we have the law minister, now you've got the vice president, you've got the speaker. Uh, there's no harm in debating basic, basic structure, but then you can't say on the guy's of b- debating basic structure that what the court does undermines democracy and uh, present uh, a rather dreary picture of the future because the court is doing its job. So this, in some way, puts into focus the motive behind the comment rather than the comment because uh, the attack is on the people and not the issues. So I'm I'm against this method, firstly. Secondly, uh, the, Mr. Jain has said, where is basic structure? Now, uh, that is precisely why basic structure is there, so that no one can actually say there's no basic structure. And that's the reason why basic structure is there, because... Embedded in the concept is controlled constitution and division and a, a balance, that is uh, an interdependence of institutions, which is actually recognized as basic structure. Because what it, what it actually says is that there is no hegemony of one institution. Now, what this particular comment is saying is parliament is supreme. Now, it is essentially to rein in the parliament that you have this particular system where the court, while conceding to the parliament, is very pertinent. Basic Structure Doctrine acknowledges the plenary power of parliament. In fact, the occasion was a restrictive interpretation of what the parliament could do. With right. the Supreme Court, Bharti said, no, you can't stop the parliament from doing anything. The parliament's power, plenary, it can also in some way override the fundamental rights. It went to that extent. Right. But who but cannot damage the identity of the constitution? Now, does Mr. Jain not know the identity of the constitution? Is there any confusion about what the constitution means? Is there any cons- confusion about what the constitution stands for? Are you going to quibble about what the fundamental values on which our polity is based? Can anyone say that we do not know what is the basic foundational structure of our constitution? Now, if you are going to in some way doubt that, and the guys are doubting that, assume to yourself the plenary power. you are going to in some way end the control of the constitution and this do away with the balance and vest the hegemony in one institution so as to in some way distort the system of the whole. And if you look at the history of developments, we may talk about NGAC. I have my personal reservation about NGAC in the sense that I feel the judgment could have been different, it could have been done. But that doesn't necessarily mean I'll start doubting basic structure because in so far the basic structure is concerned, the number of times that has been used, whether it is what Mrs. Gandhi did to amendment in so far as the elections of the prime minister are concerned, whether the subsequent, uh, involvement in so far as, uh, the, the, uh, the 368 amendment is concerned, the Supreme Court has always intervened to check abuse of power. That is where basic structure becomes important, to check abuse. And abuse is essentially to preserve the essence of what our constitution Okay. Okay. Is. Mr.
0: Lake, I get all of that and I want Mr. Jain to respond. I think the first part of what uh, what was mentioned by Aman Lekhi, is the language which is being used now. Reply certainly to what Aman Lekhi is arguing, but also, sir, the use of language. If the vice president says things, for example, he said this in the Rajya Sabha last month, the Supreme Court compromised parliamentary sovereignty, disregarded the mandate of the people, right? Uh, you know, parliament has the right to enact a law, but the power to scrutinize it lies with the court, etc., etc., and today much stronger, one-upmanship, public posturing from judicial platforms, has he not crossed a certain threshold which we no, have not seen I before? No, no. I think don't
3: don't take it in that sense. Don't take it that way. Sir, so there's a history the point, of remarks. The, the That's point my point. Which is, please try to understand. The point that is being underlined and the point which is being raised is not being raised for the first time. We know it very well for a very long time. Even among the judiciary, this issue is being debated. See, I, I agree with Mr. Amal Lekhi. There is a basic structure. There is a basic feature. But the question that arises is, when you strike down an enactment of parliament saying it violates the basic structure of the constitution, a question is put to the person concerned which basic structure it has violated. There is no question of infringing upon the power, separation of power, parliament supreme in its own field, executive in its own field, judicial in its own field. You are striking down a particular act on the ground it violates basic structure now the question is which is the basic structure that it has violated how does it interfere with the working of the judiciary if the judges being appointed not solely by the, the uh, collegiums of high court and supreme court by a commission which consists of primarily all the judges supreme court also high court also retired judges also only one person law minister who ordinarily is also a law graduate ordinarily i am saying i am saying that the will of the people, ultimately the basic structure, basic feature is in a democracy, it is the will of the people that prevails. If okay. it violates any particular section, article, for example, it violates Article 14, 16, 15, the court will be justified in striking it down. Okay. But then okay. you
0: are not pointing oh, so out... Mr. Jain, I will come back more. to you in a moment. Justice Madan Lokur is just waiting for us, so I wanted to quickly go across to him. Justice Lokur, uh, one of the points mentioned by Mr. Dhankar uh, last evening, and I quote... Can Parliament allow that its verdict will be subject to any other authority? Otherwise, it will be difficult to say that we are a democratic nation. How would you respond to that, sir?
6: Well, I think it's uh, you know very well settled uh, for more than 200 years that uh, judicial review is a part of a democratic process. Uh, that is to say that if the legislature uh, violates uh, the constitution, then judicial review permits the uh, courts to strike down that legislation. This was, uh, you know, said more than two hundred years ago in the United States uh, Supreme Court, and we have also followed that, right? So, uh, if 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 a law violates a, if a law violates the Constitution, of course it has to be struck down.
0: No, but sir, I think the point, Justice Lokor, is uh, if the Uh, The government in power, whoever has the numbers, feels that that in itself has to change. For example, the word secular, and there's been such an extensive debate in this country uh, around its use. And if there are political parties who question the use of the word secular and it's come out time and again, and they want to, for example, remove it uh, in the present system, they can't because the judiciary would likely block it. And therefore, the argument is, if we've come to power, why can't we change what we want? How does one respond to that?
6: Well, you can change what you want, provided you do it uh, according to the constitution. You know, now uh, we are a republic, right? Can it be said that uh, you know we can do what we want, so we'll convert India into a monarchy? You know, we are a democracy. Can it be said that uh, because we can do whatever we want, we are going to uh, you know declare uh, India to be an authoritarian uh, state? I mean, there, there's. The constitution is there, you know, so you can do whatever you want subject to the constitution.
0: Justice Rokul, what is this debate actually about? Is it about changing the fundamental identity of India? Because it it seems to be much more than (laughs) talking about the law, right? We aren't talking about the law. We aren't talking about what parliamentarians do. We are talking about something larger. What is that, sir?
6: Yeah, well, uh, your guess is as good as mine, you know. And uh, I don't know where we are heading, Uh, you know, where where this discussion is going to end.
0: Do you believe that it is dangerous, Justice Lokur, for us to be uh, questioning or debating uh, the basic structure? Uh, The basic structure is the wall, right? Yes. Why is it dangerous, sir?
6: Well, you know, uh, it's obvious. I mean, there are certain things which form a part of the basic structure of our constitution right for example uh, the supreme court has said that uh, free and fair elections are a part of the basic structure of the constitution okay now if you say that there is no basic structure are you trying to say that uh, you know uh, rigged elections are also all right you don't need to have fair and fair uh, free and fair elections independence of the judiciary that's also a part of the basic structure of the constitution Are you trying to suggest that, uh, no, no, you know, we don't need an independent judiciary. We'll have our own uh, guys sitting in the Supreme Court. So, the basic structure has some meaning. And, uh, you know, Parliament can't do whatever it wants to do, you know, just because uh, it feels like it. There are provisions in the Constitution where you need 50% of the state legislatures to agree with an amendment to the Constitution. Can Parliament say that, listen, forget it, you know, we don't want uh, we don't want this provision. So we amend it and forget about the states. What happens to the, uh, you know, federal uh, polity? Okay. So really this, uh, you know, direction uh, of the debate is, uh, you know, a little scary.
0: You know, Justice Lokur, you're welcome to stay on in the debate. You wanted a one-on-one interaction, but do stay on if you like. Um yeah. Adil, can I uh, can I just uh, go across to you because the Congress Party believes that this is a larger issue. Um, it, it's about changing what uh, what our India is, right? Uh, and in as much as the Congress is entitled to have that view, uh, there are many who would suggest there is a lot in our country that needs to change, and that we are in the middle of a turn. And therefore, if the if the BJP, which is dominant in Parliament with the numbers, wants to start a process of change, whether it's laws or anything else, you really shouldn't get in the way. I think that's what this is all about. Adil, how would you respond to that?
7: Vishnu, the Honorable Vice President is wrong.
0: I repeat, the Honorable Vice President is
7: wrong. It is the constitution of India which is supreme. And the basic structure doctrine is a protective she against legislative and executive excesses and tyranny. The essence of the basic structure doctrine is the power of judicial review. Of course, Mr. Jain is right. It is the power and the duty of the parliament to legislate. But that does not mean that the judiciary cannot interpret the law made by the parliament and judge it by the parameters that whether it is in conformity with the constitution or not. That is the work of the judiciary. That is the task which is cut out for the judiciary. And there have been repeated assaults, Vishnu. There have been repeated assaults at the behest of the BJP and the RSS to weaken the judiciary. And it is extremely unfortunate that the Vice President has joined this course. This country was known for its robust institutions. Today what you see is a near or a total capture of institutions. And their next target is to emasculate the judiciary. You have a pliant media. You have the EC under your thumb. You have the bureaucracy which has become spineless. And let me be blunt, the former judge of the Supreme Court uh, eloquently put out what the judiciary and what the constitutional framework is. But let me be blunt on behalf of the Congress Party. The objective of the BJP is to place yet men in the judiciary. All right. Okay. So that's a pretty it strong. A that's a pretty reality. strong. And finally, 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 zar, finally, finally, Vishnu. That's Please, a very it,
0: strong it, it, allegation, it, it, and I think Adil respectfully, without any evidence to that effect. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you can question judges and say that this judgment seems strange you, or that judgment seems strange. You, but that's you a pretty strong allegation.
7: I will give you an illustration. I understand your anxiety. I'll give you an illustration. There have been repeated examples in the past where the Supreme Court Collegium has sent names to the government, where it is reiterated names for elevation to the government. Yet the government is sitting on those files. What does that mean? That means that the government is not comfortable. Okay. With All right, it.
0: So, and, and that that in a sense is part of the the initial problem the, the process of selecting judges. Mr. Jain, a couple of points that he mentioned over there, but also, would you like to react to what Mr. Chidambaram said? Uh, where he said that the basic structure was evolved in order to prevent a majoritarian-driven assault on the foundational principles of the constitution.
3: I'm very happy that uh, Mr. Chidambaram has now realized that. And he represents a party which not very long time back, in 1975, threw all democratic conventions, constitution to the dustbin, and imposed emergency in this country, and passed laws in the absence of the opposition. And it was these people who superseded three judges of the Supreme Court to appoint, I don't use the word yes man, no that is yes men When you say you want to appoint yes men as judges, you are insulting the entire judiciary. You are insulting the entire judiciary. With nobody, no government can appoint a yes man. No, we never appointed it. But don't forget, it was your party in 1975 then you superseded three senior most judges of the Supreme Court to appoint a fourth person as the CGI. What were your factors? You know it better. CJP, central government, Narendra Modi government, we believe in the constitution of India. Constitution is supreme. We believe in the separation of powers. But all the three have to confine to their own field. Constitution is supreme. The question which I am putting and I am not getting an answer is NJAC Act. Violated which provision of the constitution of India. Which provision of the constitution of India. Which basic structure. You can strike down a law if it violates article 14. Article 19, 356, whatever it is, simply you use a coin to strike down an act. I think this is something which needs reconsideration and I'm very happy. I'm I'm very sure after 10 years, the Supreme Court, as usual, have been overruling its own judgments. After 5 years, 88 10 years, a time will come when Supreme Court itself will review its
0: own judgment
3: and agree with the dissenting view, not with the majority view.
0: Okay. Colin Gonzalez, we've got your line back. I hope it's clear. How would you How would you respond to that? Well, let me let
4: me just say a few points to make the language of what the vice president has said clearly understandable. He is against three things, because basic structure is three main things. Supremacy of the Constitution, not of Parliament. Secularism. And the third is the independence of the judiciary. And our vice president, who occupies his position under the Constitution, is ferociously opposed to all three. Let me explain that. Parliament supremacy has never been there. And democracy after democracy in the modern world doesn't have parliament supremacy. Parliament supremacy, when he says that, is a very dangerous thing. What it means is a particular party comes to power today. Some other party comes to power tomorrow. Somebody comes with majority and says, I'm going to make a law. Let's suppose I'm in Nazi Germany. German parliament has elected Hitler. Hitler. And I'm going to make a law saying that all Jews will be denied citizenship. Parliament is supreme. Might is right. Majority wins. And what do you have? Fascism. That is why the constitution will keep you within bounds. You can't be arbitrary. You can't be discriminatory. You have to be rational and all the things that the, that parliament, that the constitution prescribes. And what the vice president says, I don't want any of these limitations. I should be allowed to make any law I want to make, and don't I don't want the judiciary to dare interfere. That's the first point. On secularism, very interesting now, this secularism is linked to this fight over judges. Keshavanandivharati and S. R. Bomai's case says secularism is the spine of the constitution, basic structure. Eleven judges said that. Yes. Now you have to overturn that to bring in Hindu Rashtra to say that Hindus will have a special place. Minorities will be diminished and you have Hindu Rashtra. Not India, not constitutionally run India. You'll have Hindu Rashtra. You have to overturn Keshavananda Bharati. He made specific reference to that. That is why you need to pack the courts with as many saffron judges as you possibly can. Meaning thereby, judges... Who are indebted, aligned to, politically in agreement with, the government at the centre. Okay, let me get Isn't a response. Why you're having this fight over? I, 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 I need thing. to
0: balance this out. I, I get your point. One more thing. One last thing. One last no, thing. No, 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 no. I, I got to interrupt you. I, I, let me get a reaction. Uh, Satya Pal would you like to respond to that? Again, that <laughs> I think my
3: friend is taking his brief to a very large extent. There is no question of anybody declaring India as a Hindu nation or Hindu Rashtra or amending the constitution to take away fundamental rights and all that. I don't say, the vice president doesn't say that the Supreme Court doesn't have the power to decide as per the constitutional mandate. Nobody is saying that. I don't know why everybody thinks of Hindu Rashtra language and all that. Mrs. Gandhi made all possible attempts to do the same thing in 1975. And this country had the power and the capacity to come out of that crisis. India can never allow anybody to be theocratic. India has never been theocratic. When the word secular was not there in the Indian Constitution, were we not secular? We are secular throughout Sarf Dharam Sambhav. Vasudev Kutankum, that been our ideology right from day one. When the world is made, we are thinking about So we use secular word or not It doesn't make us secular or unsecular. I'm requesting him to take the positive view of the matter. Don't take things always in the negativity to such an extent that Parliament will power will Hindu Rashtra. Main hun, NJAC Act ko basic structure ki violation
0: basic structure. Which uh, okay, clause let's try and get an answer related, to that or a view on that. Aryama would you like to. T- he's, Mr. Jain has mentioned this three times. What was wrong with the NJAC? How is it against the basic structure? How do you respond? Look, for, look,
5: fundamentally, I believed that the concept of the NJAC was not bad at all. And it was something which could be a representative body, a collegium to choose, which could include someone like the Prime Minister who would definitely be looking for the welfare of the country, leader of the opposition, you could have had uh, members of the judiciary. But the error in the NJEC Act, as it was, was that it gave the supremacy to the executive in the selection process. It allowed a veto to the, judici- uh, to the law minister and said very clearly that without his approval, nobody could be appointed. I feel if the supremacy of the finality of a decision could have been left to the chief justice, to the judiciary, we could have had a representative body choosing judges. And that could have been good. But it should have been very clear that in the event of a disagreement, then then the view of the judicial members is what would count and a tiebreaker, so to speak, would be the Chief Justice. All I right. feel so that, it that been done, done breaker, that way, the NJC the lack, could have worked. The lack
0: of a good judge but for making that the breaker,
5: executive the supreme authority, making the executive better. the supreme authority, okay. violated the separation of powers. All right, look,
0: gentlemen, it's been a fascinating may, may debate. Just one,
3: may I add just one word? Before this judgment, 193 SP Gupta's judgment, who appointed the judges? It was the government. And judges like Justice Krishna here, and I can name 101 judges who came from that system and proved to be one of the best judges of the country. Therefore, don't say simply because somebody has been appointed by the executive, he will not be independent, and simply somebody has been appointed by the judges will be independent. Don't say that. We have both these systems during the last 50 years. Both have worked very well.
0: Okay. All right. We will try and revisit this at a later stage. I'm out of time. I'd like to thank you all very much uh, for joining us.